It's week eight, and your fantasy lineup hopefully isn't looking too spooky. Uh, it's the it's the last Ruts episode before Halloween, so I had to make at least one reference. And uh, oh, what's that? Oh, we have a special guest this week. Thank you very much. Let's run up the school. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, my name is Bernie Sanders. I am filling in for Donald Wagon Blast uh, today's episode of Run Up the Score. Uh, very honored to be here with uh, his brother, Scott. Hey, Bernie. And uh, Tom Hillier uh, down in actually, Virginia, King State. Is that actually happening the whole episode? Uh, well, I was I was told that I would be here for as long as I needed to be here, Tom. So, uh, you know, if Don sees sees it fit to come back, I will gladly give up my seat for him. Uh, you know, as we know, a community and sharing and you know a proper distribution of the wealth is is one of the things that I've ran my campaign on for for many many years. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Great. Do you I'm have glad any, to, anything glad to, to say about? Glad, glad to alienate over 50% of the uh, listenership right away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's always a good call. Um, I know anyway. Donald told me to typically leave that to you, Tom, but uh, <laughs> but we're going you know, to, he told me to swing, to take my hacks when I get them. Bernie, do you have any advice um, to voters in the upcoming election? That's an excellent question, Scott. In the spirit of the presidential debates of 2020, I am going to completely ignore it and answer a question that I ask myself in my own head, but never reveal to anyone what the question I asked my head was. I think we need to take a real good look at uh, education reform. And I think that we need to do that because, you know... Shut it down! <laughs> that's enough, Bernie. Let's get to football. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so, no. So, from what I understand, we're going through uh, the schedule. Uh, please forgive me if we are uh, not doing things particularly uh, properly. I know Donald is a is a very good host. He's uh, he's, but you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, the first game Thursday night, Atlanta is playing uh, Carolina, and uh, you know, I think there's a lot going on with Christian McCaffrey. I can't believe we didn't take this one as a shootout, Bernie. I'm surprised. Uh... We don't even have many drops in this game. It seems like everyone is pretty trusted from these two teams, Tom, and I think that that's why. Like all these guys, the quarterbacks, you know, it was we couldn't really put Teddy back on the stream. I guess we do have him on the stream. I could I could sneak one in there. Yeah, I would say that. Come on, you boys. The water is fine. I would say that he's a premium option as far as the stream. You know, you already saw him versus Atlanta, and he did what he had to do for you. He got you twenty plus. So. He's really honestly got my vote for the official choice of the week. I know that um, you missed the end of last week due to technical difficulty, but me and Don went with Teddy last week. And, you know, it's just I don't always like to go back to the same person back to back weeks, but it does kind of seem like he is the best option. We'll get through a few more, but he definitely stands out. Um, you know, when Thursday we think about the election, him. do we want the same person holding office <laughs> For another four years, I think the answer in that case is no. But we need to take a look at this on a case by case basis. And I think, in the case of Teddy Bridgewater, I think he will be a very productive. Uh, he will play a very productive role in fantasy. He's worth official stream re-election this week, Bernie. I believe so. Yes, I do. Thank you. 
Yes. You've endorsed him. And I, I certainly know a thing or two about re-election because I've held the same Senate seat in the state of Vermont uh, since 1872. <laughs> since the dawn of time. That is correct. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, there's not much fear in, in anyone in this matchup. Uh, I think you can even throw Hayden Hurst out there. Hayden Hurst has been pretty good. He's like, uh, just like how Matt Ryan has been kind of tied to Julio, Hayden Hurst has kind of been in the same light where he kind of needs Julio to stretch the field and open it up for him a little bit. Julio will be fine. He's already cleared. You know, he doesn't even have a questionable tag, and it's Wednesday, which is shocking for Julio. He's normally got a Q tag at least until Friday. Well, the good thing about that is he didn't. He doesn't even practice on Friday because they play before Friday. So I think that actually worked in Julio Jones's favor uh, in this regard. Uh, Very good point, Bernie. Yeah, uh, Tom. Anything else to add about the about this uh, this game? A very well, interesting over under. I saw forty nine uh, in my book, and uh, you know I was very interested in that one. I'm just I'm just thinking. You know, the reason that we don't have this one as a shootout is basically it's the same reason we don't put the Chiefs. You know, like we talk about, Atlanta is always a shootout. So, right, opposite it. direction. <laughs> they're the they're the um. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chiefs, there they like the the pseudo. It's not pseudo, but it's like a de facto. Not anti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something the like Bizarro that. Chiefs. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, Bernie. Yeah. The Bizarro the Chiefs. Bizarro yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good point. It's a very good point. I don't know if Bizarro Chiefs. How are they Bizarro? Because they always lose. In terms of yeah, shootout, it's like a, they're the same. Right, like the shootout is is the same. Just like well, how Bizarro was like. Uh, had superhero powers like Superman did. See, I think I think Donald would be very proud of me when I say this, Tom. Bizarro had the powers of Superman, but he was the opposite. So in the, all the ways that Superman was good, I know that Bizarro was bad. Like in all of the ways that the Chiefs bring the points because of their high-powered offense, the Falcons bring the points because of their pitiful defense. Just like that. Donald Trump's pitiful response to the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Bernie's laying heat out here. Did you watch the documentary on Hulu yet? It's pretty brutal. No. Dow's down 900 called? points today, too. You know, it's, it's tough out there. We've been living that documentary for the last seven months now. I don't need to bring myself more pain. I only have so many years left on this earth, Tom. Who's next, Bernie? The first game on the Sunday afternoon slate is at 1 o'clock. The Vikings and the Packers play. Uh, Donald was uh, very kind to give me two plays on his pay-ups. And as this game so often does, it's going to be one of the biggest shootouts of the week in the NFL. And uh, Donald mentioned that it's a it's a recurring theme that Devontae Adams seems to perform very well against the Vikings, and Adam Thielen seems to perform very well against the Packers. It ran true in the first game that these two teams played against each other. I believe... It's going to ring true once again. I mean, these are these are basically your one and two receivers every week. So, uh, way to go out on a limb. Bernie is serving Don Wright by really going out on a limb with his uh, with his payups. Yeah, he wrote in the chat. He said, "Yeah, I, I'm doing uh, Devonte and Thielen." Just to let you guys know, I said that's really really brave of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who I really believe are the are the true brave people uh, are the are the young people the uh, the. The first responders during this pandemic have been truly unbelievable, reminding us what it means to be Americans. Thanks, Bernie. Uh, but other than that, I do think uh, it's going to be an interesting game for the running backs in this one. Uh, Aaron Jones and Dal Dalvin Cook 
Both status up in the air, although it seems more likely that Dalvin Cook will play and more likely that Aaron Jones will not play. Yeah, it's not looking too bright for Aaron Jones. The Packers have been rolling, too. They don't necessarily need Aaron Jones, I think, in a game against the Vikings, surprisingly enough. Um, they've been able to survive games without Devontae Adams in the past. They pounded the Texans uh, this week without Aaron Jones. So, I don't know. It kind of seems like they can get by and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can get them by uh, in these games where they're playing against teams that aren't very good. And, unfortunately, the Vikings are not very good. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson is worth bringing up here. Uh, we don't have him on anything, but he's the kind of guy in a season-long league that I think you kind of have to start. You have to start every week. Um, his upside is insanely high. Obviously, he's like wide receiver five right now, and a lot of people will say, you know, that that might not be sustainable. But he's having these monster games, so you have to keep him in your lineup because you know he's one of those guys. He falls in that even like a category comparable to Aaron Jones. Oh, I had Justin Jefferson starting in my lineup this week, so I won. Justin Jefferson, uh, very he's top 10 in the league in receiving yards. That always means a high floor, and that's what we're trying to do with this country. We're trying to take the income floor and raise it as high as it could possibly be so that all Americans have, a, have an equal chance of living the lives that they want to lead. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel like we have to like guide it along instead. What's next? The next What's game is Titans Bengals. It would have been nice to know this was going to happen before it actually started. Well, I, I was brought in very late on this. I'm in the dark just as much as the two of you are. All right, we're all trying to make this the best that we can. Titans Bengals uh, seems to be an iffy status for. I apologize, did not mean to interrupt the drop. Uh, seems to be an interesting spot to catch for Joe Mixon. There, uh, he missed practice on Wednesday. Don's way smoother on these than you. But uh, I'm going to run an absolute shootout in this game. Ryan Tannehill has been lighting the world on fire. The Bengals' defense is non-existent. And Joe Burrow quietly has 700 yards passing in his last two games. I think this game could easily – the winner's probably going to have to score maybe in the 30s of this game. And there is nobody that I'm afraid of. Literally nobody. I was even looking at like Drew Sample. The Titans have been getting killed by the tight end. And he's gotten like, he had like six targets last week. So I almost even put him on the streaming radar. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid of anyone in this one. Um, obviously, it's a mouthwatering lineup uh, choice for Derrick Henry when you slot him in. Um, I'm hoping that we see a Janu get back to form. I know I kind of put Janu on watch last episode. So I hope he makes me eat my own words here versus Cincinnati Bengals and gets back. Good matchup for the tight Yeah, The Bengals defense, very susceptible. They just traded one of their best pass rushers, Carlos Dunlap, to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, there's word that Geno Atkins could be on the move. They may hold him out of this game so that they can protect his trade value uh, going into the trade deadline, which is next Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday, a very important day in the NFL and in no other part of the world. <laughs> as we all know that's right nowhere else uh jets chiefs is our next game this game is being played in arrowhead an instant revenge game situation for loving on bell we hit a crossroads here fellas the chiefs the automatic shootout versus the jets the automatic stinker <laughs> is it a one-sided shootout and stinker combined like chiefs 30 yeah. to zero you know, I was looking at the uh, over-unders, as I do, for the shootout and the stinker, and I saw the Jets one, and I forget what it was, but I was like, are they assuming that the Chiefs will score all of these points? <laughs> they have to be. Yeah, they have to be, because the Jets won't move the ball. Um, I think I if the Chiefs imagine. continue to throw, 
you could see uh, an explosion game. But I also think if the Jets don't do anything, you could see a half of a game out of the Chiefs. Yeah, you could end up getting like a weird Mahomes stat line like he had last week. And particularly if the Chiefs turn this into the blowout that we all think it's going to be, I'm very worried about the usage of the running backs. Uh, what we saw from the Chiefs in the Broncos game in the snow last week, uh, it was a very back-and-forth effort with uh, Cloyd edwards helaire and Le'Veon Bell. They essentially ch- alternated drives throughout the day. I'm wondering if that's going to stay the same or if it's a large blowout. Do the J- Chiefs use this time to get Le'Veon Bell more reps with the starting lineup? It will be yeah. really, really interesting double, to see how that shakes out. It's a double positive, right? Like you, you get Le'Veon some extra reps and you get him to like go against his old team. It's just interesting that way. You got to assume that he gets at least like one extra series out of that. So hopefully he can capitalize on that. and make Instant it revenge game. Yeah. Got to love an instant revenge game. He doesn't even have like enough time to get the full revenge feel in his plums before this game, which is unfortunate for him. But you yeah, know, that I'm happy. He has been building up for a while. And that's true. The hate has still been has been building up probably right after he signed. It's a very interesting debate question. Who will have more hate in their eyes, Le'Veon Bell when he sees the Jets or disgruntled voters when they see the ballot on Tuesday? <laughs> why would they I vote Le'Veon Bell. Why would they be so mad about the, about the ballot? Well, because they know what they have to do, and I don't think that they're very uh, particularly Bernie, happy because about Bernie what they have to do with it. One hundred percent, Tom. Thank um, you for reading between the lines. One, one thing I wanted, two things I want to bring up about this game. Uh, just because you know, Le'Veon's there and he's going to be more involved. I'm, I'll take a guy who's getting fifteen touches on the Chiefs. So it's not like I'm, I'm a fr- like obviously Ceh's upside seems like it's a little bit capped, but he's still getting fifteen touches a week minimum, and he plays on the Chiefs. So that's something you know, it's that's not worth nothing. I think it's worth starting every week still until we see how this shakes out. And the second thing, Denzel Mims, seven targets last week. Rashad Perriman couldn't make it through the game. Jamison Crowder might not make it through the game. He could see an absolute garbage time peppering in this game. You know, I could see, like, like you want to talk about a good time to get Levy on some reps. How about a good time to get your rookie receiver some reps with your, with your you know, franchise quarterback in a meaningless second half? Denzel was phenomenal in training day. Colts Lions is our next game. This game in Detroit, uh, two very interesting teams. I think some some clashing styles uh, with this one. I have no idea what to make of this game. Uh, yeah, all right, I'll see you guys there. I was actually going to say that this game kind of smells like a stinker to me. Yeah, it smells a little like poo to me. I'll tell you what, if it was 2017, 2018, we'd be sm- smashing that MF shootout for Phil versus Matt Stafford. But, oh, how the times have changed. Colts' defense is strong. They run the ball a ton, which brings me to my payup, which I can't, which I need to reload the freaking drive. But Jonathan Taylor <laughs> is in an absolute smash spot. He's seen, like, pretty much, I think he's seen at least 14 touches and had at least 62 yards in every game this year. And it seems like the changing of the guard might finally be in order after the bye. I saw over the last two weeks, he's averaging like for or the last two weeks for them, he's averaging like five yards per carry. And the competition, you know, Wilkins and Hines are combining for like 2.7. He's catching passes. So everything is pointing in that direction. 7,300 on FanDuel, 6,600 on DraftKings. Dude is barely a payup, and he gets Detroit, who's been getting smacked on the ground, lets up a ton of rushing touchdowns. Asked Todd Gurley, who scored one by accident last week. That's how bad the Lions are. 
First yeah. of all, Scott, I think you did a great job with the filibuster before you played the drop. We could use more good like men like you on the Senate floor. <laughs> uh, second of all, I love the Jonathan Taylor pick. He's been due for a breakout game. What better time to do it than the week after the Colts bye week? He is not the only running back I'm looking at in this game, though, as DeAndre Swift seems to have picked up his play each of the last three weeks, and he looks like he may be taking over that backfield. Tough well. matchup for him this week against Indy, but, you know, He's he, like you said. He's looked really good in a full PPR league. Could be a bit of a prove it game. Full PPR it. league, though, his floor is is pretty rock solid. Yeah, come on, you about- boys. The water is fine. Oh, sorry, Tom. I didn't no, mean to cut all you good. off. We're going Trey Burton there, as we always do. The one percent of uh, the few, the proud, the Trey Burton owners has grown. To he's 20. up to twenty-two percent on Yahoo. Yeah, and so we have successfully dismantled the one percent. exactly i should have known that i was getting that out of bernie on that one but what i was gonna say is that jonathan taylor you know he seems to have all the markings in the stat sheet of like a true rb1 and it's just crazy how low his snap percentage is last week was his second highest with 59 percent. he's only been higher than that one time obviously and the freaking keys over it's time indy I think you get a guy like this, a strong guy like this, a heavy guy like this, the ball more often, and you might start to see that Derrick Henry effect. Um, Love so, it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd be interested in uh, getting him where I can, especially in your keepers and your dynasties and all that good stuff. I'm happy I, you brought that up. What's up? Like a re- no, just like the fact that like it'll be interesting to see if teams try to – model their themselves after what Derrick Henry has shown capable to do to just wear teams out like is Derrick Henry just one of a kind or can a big strong fast back who can wear you down like Jonathan Taylor do the same type of thing it'll be interesting to see if Indy even tries to do that yeah I mean I think that you know he's a candidate to actually be that way and they they want that offense to run that way they're almost running that offense the way that Dallas used to run theirs until they just decided to get in a shootout and uh, let their quarterbacks fight without armor, basically. The Mochi. <laughs> I believe we'll be getting to him later, Scott. Thank you for bringing him up. Sorry, though. yeah, I got excited. There. In the meantime, let's talk about Steelers-Ravens. Uh, it seems like every year this is uh, two of the most – impactful matchups uh, on the entire season. What do we got to do to get the Steelers in prime time besides other than the Giants? Like how many big games do they have to play? The well, Steelers should have been prime time. Yes. But this week should be prime. When time. you think about it though, we are trying to redistribute the wealth in this country and the Steelers already played Monday night against the Giants. I don't want that. So it's difficult to have them go on Monday night, so twice so early, lines, Bernie. despite the fact that the Raiders have already done it. Yes, I was told not to do much. Uh, to, I was told to put my own spin on the show, but I was told by Donald that I had to mention Deontay Johnson as a scroll down, as he is still below the $6,000 threshold uh, for DraftKings. He's $5,500. He's $6,200 on FanDuel. Uh, he is... He had 15 targets, which was far and away the leader. Uh, no practice on Wednesday. We'll see how that plays out. But if he plays, I think he's got a great. He's always in a great position. It seems to get I a think ton that's of targets. What's saving his value is the fact that he 
has been banged up and he's missed games and some weeks he's iffy to play and he's had these games where he started the game and he got hurt and he only had one catch and that's what's helping this scroll down continue to maintain because if not it makes no sense whenever he's on the field he gets 10 targets yes absolutely true that's literally a hundred percent true um he's got 10 13 and 15 targets in the games that he finished which is nothing to shake a stick at and that's three games that he finished. He's got three touchdowns on the year, so he averages uh, one across the painted line every time. I think you're right, though, so that in your redraft leagues, are you scared to start Deontay Johnson? He leaves you, you know, high and dry two of the five times yeah. that he was supposed to go in. So is he is he more like Will Fuller, or is he more like, you know, some more consistent option? I don't know. Right. Is yeah. he more like pre-2020 Will Fuller or is he 2020 Will Fuller, I think is what you're trying to ask there, Tom. Yeah, well, 2020 Will Fuller yeah. is probably a ticking 20- time bomb. 2020 has been a tough year, but not for Will Fuller so far. He's balling. Yeah, I'm if just that's saying. the only thing that this year gets right. No, I, I understand exactly. I agree. I, I get the comparison totally, Tom. Do you? Is he going to be some guy that you – are like, oh, he could get me 40 points, but I literally am too afraid to start him? Or can he be one of those guys that gives us a decent floor and has the upside for 40 points, making him an every week starter? Yeah, and it's like if he's not going to finish the game, it's not like FanDuel is being egregious by not raising his price. Like he's a huge risk. (laughs) Right. Just one time. Let him get through one game healthy. Is it so difficult at any rate? Another divisional clash is our next game to discuss. Uh, Patriots-Bills. A lot of Bills going to be going through Washington, I fear, before the changeover yeah, right, in office. Guys there. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, did someone want to stink this game up for me? Uh, I think they'll do plenty of stinking it up on their own. Cam Newton, without a touchdown, throwing in his last three outings. Um, only Yikes. one Only one rushing touchdown in his last three outings. Uh Josh Allen without a touchdown in his last outing. It's just couldn't a get a touchdown against the Jets. <laughs> couldn't get a touchdown against the Jets. The field goal kicker can't even make his kicks. You know, he's only like 70% good on that. And so when you think about a quarterback that had negative points last week going up against Buffalo at Buffalo, um, you're probably not that encouraged. I'm not really starting Cam Newton. I had him in one league. I'm sitting him on the pine and, uh, I think this is a stinker. I think the odds makers agree that the scores are going to be low. And I've also got a shutdown for many of the same reasons above. Shut it down! That's Devin Singletary. I'll pass it off to Don and Bernie because they've got Zach Moss as a plum pick. But Devin Singletary really only started to look good for you when Zach Moss wasn't playing. Devin Singletary only had double-digit carries in one game week one where he made it to the huge double-digit number of 10 carries wow. in an absolute Legend. blowout so he was just getting run right um that's a that's a game where the rookie is not even involved for the most well he is involved but he's not in tune with the offense because of this 2020 offseason right so zach moss over the last two weeks getting almost equal work to singletary having better yards per carry and josh allen is still probably the premier goal line back for the offense uh where you had Singletary, if you haven't been checking up on you know, who's waiting behind him, Zach Moss is waiting behind him. Whether he overtakes him and becomes relevant is irrelevant because too many things working against Devin Singletary is going to make this a tough one for him. Agreed. I completely agree. That's why I like Zach Moss. We, we... I can feel it. 
down in my plums. He seems to be, have the goal line pat down, and he also has the catches down pat. So because of that, he's the back you want, especially when you have a Russian quarterback who could you know, pop off and run in touchdowns in the goal-to-go situations. That's why I like Zach Moss a little more. Seems like he's got a higher reception floor. It's going to be tough between these two the whole year. I, I think I would probably be shutting them both down for a little while. But New England was run on last week by like Jamichael Hasty and all over by Wilson. So if one of these guys is going to get you know 15 opportunities, it's probably going to be Zach Moss. It seems like he deserves the chance more so than Devlin Singletary this week. So I, I could see I could see him putting together a decent game. All right. Next game is Raiders at Browns. Uh, Raiders going west to east. Not sure that that matters, but uh, always worth bringing up on the uh, Sunday morning talk shows for some reason. So uh, I mean, it does a little, but I guess like Cleveland isn't yes. like as far east as you know making the trip. Right. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. No Quite a lot of swimming in this game, though. Yeah, uh, no as matter we... where you're going for this game, the water is fine. Um, we could start off with Baker. We have to put him on there for Don. Uh, he's 35% on Yahoo, 20% ESPN. Goes against the Raiders, who have let up a ton. But, I mean, you can't trust him, right? Like, he he doesn't even have Odell now. And, yes, he was better last week with o- without Odell. But are you really going to bank on that? The question is not do you start Baker Mayfield this week, but if Baker Mayfield is able to produce without Odell against the Raiders, do you begin to trust him as an every week starter moving forward? I say yes, but I'm hesitant to start him so this week. Ma- he's he's so matchup dependent regardless, and without Odell, it just makes it even tougher. Yeah, I mean, the people's champ might step up. How about any uh, any credibility to him? As someone who is also referred to as the people's champ in my day, I <laughs> uh, cannot agree more. I think he's got a great chance. Uh, seems to be that Rashad Higgins was the more trendy wave of wire pickup. It would not surprise me if Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, is the one who ends up doing the scoring this yeah, week. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those two uh, kind of pan out. Uh, one of the guys I'm interested in this week is actually is Harrison Bryant. Uh, Hooper looks doubt- – there. he's already marked doubtful, so it's very unlikely that he plays. And uh, if Harrison Bryant gets the start here, man, he had two touchdowns last week. I get he only got five targets, but they're looking for him. He's a big dude. He can make plays. So if you believe in Baker at all, you can go with a little stack here. Super cheap. Harrison Bryant is 8% owned combined between (laughs) Yahoo and ESPN. 3% Yahoo, 5% ESPN. And he was great last week. Yeah, he was incredible. And I know I hate on Baker Mayfield every week, but if we're done with the Browns, I'm more interested on the other side of the ball. I think Derek Carr is a worthwhile streaming option. He's really been letting it launch this year, and I think yeah. that's large in part to the drafting of Henry Ruggs and the guy that I have in my plum pick section here, Nelson Aguilar, $4,700. Down in my plums. $4,700 on DraftKings, $5,000 on FanDuel. Which, which I think is say – Two weeks in a row. Or no, maybe was it was Edelman this week? The double dip on the dock? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Yes, it was, it was cool. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I was not a part of the show last week. Neither was I, Bernie. Don't worry about it. But Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> the price is right, Don and Scott and Bernie. You're right. Um, and he's been kind of lighting it up. He's got he's more got touchdowns. touchdowns. Exactly. He's got more touchdowns than a lot of players out there that you're starting weekly. 
I mean, the list would go on, right? Uh, Three straight Nelson, games with a touchdown too. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be afraid if I'm in a really messed up buy situation, which I am, and I'm starting Nelson Aguilar in a redraft league. Like, Let's I think go. that I can get that sneaky point out of it, or those sneaky – I say sneaky point because it's going to come on one big play probably, but he is getting right. a fair, very fair target share. The offense he got is nine passing. last week. Exactly. So I'm highly interested in Nelson Aguilar. He's also cured himself of the dropsies seemingly. I'm going to use him so hard, but one last thing that I'd like to add too: Cleveland been bad against slot receivers, and that's where Nelson Aguilar does. I was most just about to say the same damage. thing. Yes, of course, Cleveland led up a lot of touch, a lot of catches, and, t- and a touchdown to Tyler Boyd. The T. Higgins touchdown was him operating in the middle of the field. Uh, I think that spells doom uh, potentially for the Browns. The offense—they got a lot of guys, especially with Aguilar and Waller down the middle. Uh, this could be a very dangerous game for them. Uh, Donald specifically requested that I hand the reins back over to him for this game because he had a very interesting introduction for it. Let me just say it's been an honor to do the show with you, Scott and Tom. Thanks, Bernie. Uh, thank you very much to the Rutz listeners. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to serve you both as U.S. Senator, but more importantly as a co-host of this podcast. Bernie, it does Luckiest seem like bit ever. you are going to fade into absolute obscurity after this election, if you haven't already in the public eye. So. Thank you for your time and enjoy your remaining years. God bless you. God bless America. Please go vote. <laughs> enjoy your remaining years. All right. <laughs> you like that one, Tom? Yeah. Uh, enjoy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> so many people know that yeah. like that punchline without us even yes. having to say that. That's how great super bad it is. Uh, all right. Last one o'clock game. What were you doing? Where were you? I was just hanging out, man. Watching greatness. Dude, you're so much better at this than Bernie. You think so? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> it's good to know I'm valued. Uh, Rams, Dolphins. This game's listed at 1 o'clock, and I know everybody's putting their clocks back for daylight savings time, but we're springing ahead to 2 a time That's in Miami. Great. It's 2 this o'clock. This game starts at 2 o'clock. <laughs> Let's go do it. Um, I'm excited for him. I, I have him in a couple of leagues where I've stashed him. Uh, one of them being a two QB league, another league being kind of like a season long commitment kind of league. Uh, I'm not starting him this week just because, and I probably would have if the bears had done a little bit more on offense on Monday night. Uh, but this Rams defense has been playing lights out. I know they kind of got bullied around, um, against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. But I don't think the Dolphins can do that. And so I think that this Rams defense, uh, I also have a shut it down of Devontae Parker. He gets the Jalen Ramsey treatment. Allen Robinson was targeted, I think, four times. Uh, so he seems to be that shadowing. Holy catch, though. He really did. He <laughs> certainly did. His day was kind of saved on that. And I don't know. God, I think Jalen like Ramsey might have not been covering him on that one. But still. possible. Yeah. But uh, it's a, just a tough week for Devontae Parker. They're coming off the bye, so he should be healthy off of, I think it was an ankle that he had been dealing with. Um, I'm just not excited for this matchup with him, and I'm looking elsewhere uh, than Devontae I'm, Parker. I'm getting sneaky on the stream this week, guys. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. You know how every once in a while I like to throw one at you where you're just like, what? You know, oh. you know, like watching the football team? I think I know where you're going I kind of like the Dolphins' defense this week. Oh! I really do. Um, it, they were really good the last two games that they played. Mm-hmm. One of them was against the Jets. They still shut them out, right? Yeah. And then the week before that, if you remember, they get Jimmy G pulled out of the game at halftime because they are just waxing 
the 49ers. So obviously it's a change of the guard and stuff. Maybe they they go a little more run heavy. Maybe they try to go you know a little more low scoring. That's how the Rams play. They you know they they're the most run heavy team in the NFL. Close to that. I think this could be a low scoring game, and you might be able to sneak the Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense has only allowed twenty points in their last two games. That's what I'm saying. They're they're playing really good defense, yeah. and coming off a bye, my or the Rams coming across the country to play them at yeah. at. Two o'clock. Stuff. That's myself. That's myself. I, I thought you were going to go Adam Shaheen on this one. Uh, sneaky oh, that's, pick. That's he just shot. signed a two-year extension. Maybe they try to like celebrate that by targeting him in the red zone where he's vultured a couple of targets that used to go to Mike Jasicki. We have Everett on here. Dolphins defense, 14% owned on Yahoo and ESPN. So um, they're everywhere. That's a great you. pick then. I like so, that a lot. So is Gerald Everett. Uh, he's 8% on Yahoo, 4 on ESPN. I don't know if you guys saw him on Monday night. He scores a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And Higby looked pretty street clothes. Yeah, I don't think there's been any positive news on Higby today. Only things I saw were negative. Um, so definitely if you're a Higby owner, it's it's one of those where, you know, just go Gerald Everett. And you probably, hopefully, did last week as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, was there something else I had on that game? I don't think so. Um, oh, I think I, this isn't like a segment or anything. I just think a Cooper Cup heater is coming. I have nothing to put the, put that behind you me. You got an explosion brewing for? I, th- I think I think he's gonna he's about to bunch together a lot of touchdowns. This oh, could so be an escape of banner coverage. There's no doubt yeah, about it. For sure. Yeah. So it's it's All a right. nice game for Cooper Cup. I agree. All righty, Chargers Broncos. Interesting uh, back back Broncos. As we should, this is an interesting fantasy game. Yeah, it is actually. Where should I begin? I guess I'll start with me and I'll go with the shutdowns. Uh oh. Shut it down. Running backs. Um, yeah, I'm going to shut down both Chargers running backs in this game. Uh, it's a really tough matchup. Denver's been great, and when you have two guys who are splitting the work, you have such a less chance for success right like you're playing against a tough matchup number one and you have to deal with the split so you're you know you're not getting the full workload from any one of these rbs and with those chances are not great chances against this defense i would probably lean more toward justin jackson because he's been more efficient but i don't think i would play either one of them if i could especially in a negative matchup which it does seem like this broncos defense is we've also apparently got the option for snow uh Way too early in the season for snow games, but we had one in Denver last week. The Broncos are at home again. Um, haven't checked the weather. Typically, it doesn't matter as much as people think it does, but especially with those Chargers coming from L.A., uh, warm weather, the cold weather. Hey, what you oh, but we have payups. Yeah, I'm paying up for Melvin Gordon. It's hardly a payup in DraftKings, 5600 What a deal. Wow. $6,700 in FanDuel, which is – probably around the right price as I see it. Um, look, Philip Lindsay still in concussion protocol. Melvin Gordon in five games this year has uh, four touchdowns, and he's got over 20 opportunities, let's call it, instead of touches because uh, I'm counting targets here in, okay. in, in multiple games. With Philip Lindsay sidelined, he's going to go back to getting 20 touches in this matchup where yep. – He's actually got a better matchup than uh, than probably last week where he didn't look too hot. L.A. Chargers, they let up a slog to uh, James Robinson last week, and I sure think did. that uh, 
Melvin Gordon can easily put together something of the same. I'll read off James Robinson's stat line to let you convince me, or to let me convince you rather, and it's going to sound exactly like what Melvin Gordon's going to leave with. 22 attempts, do I have you there? 119 yep. rushing yards, a touchdown, do I have you there? Mm-hmm. And Sounds like six, Melvin Gordon to me. Six targets, four catches, 18 yards, and maybe a touchdown there as well. So, I mean, I think that exact line could you could peel off and put on to Melvin Gordon, and uh, we might be able to see that exact kind of output if he winds up putting it together. What is yeah. the saying? If the shoe fits, one must wear it. Colonel Hanslanda. I'm Gordon's looking at our payups, Tom, and I like sixty on DraftKings sixty six hundred for Jonathan Taylor, fifty six hundred for Melvin Gordon. That seems like given situation and all this stuff we've kind of looked into. That seems like a really good running back combo this mm-hmm. week. We'll see yeah, if it works save out. you some money. Then you can get Don's uh, really brave picks of Devontae yeah. Adams and Adam Thielen. <laughs> you can really stick your neck out there for we, that uh, as well. We usually type these up on a Google Doc, but in this week I did my payups in chalk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Donnie. Thanks. We got it. One more. One more. Whoa. Dude. I know you were about to Whoa. Boys, the water is fine. Chargers day. I'm I'm thinking the Broncos defense. I know that's bold because the Chargers really have been playing well, mm-hmm. but the Broncos have had at least four sacks in the last three games that they've played. So if you're really desperate, you're looking around on the defensive landscape, you're saying to yourself, wow, it is thin out there. I really don't know who I can go with. It seems like you can always go with the Broncos who have a really good floor because of the amount of sacks that they get. And they're not as... You know, touted. I think that Von Miller injury has done a lot for the Broncos' defense reputation, but Bradley Chubb has been a monster. He was all over Patrick Mahomes in that Chiefs game. A lot of the reason why Mahomes had a pedestrian day by his standards. They play low-scoring games yeah. for the most part, too, outside of you know playing the Chiefs. Yeah, speaking of low-scoring, I think the Saints-Bears game, it's got some stinker potential, man. Um, we could have no Michael Thomas again. We could have no Emmanuel Sanders again in this one. So it's going to all come down to Alan Kamara. The Bears have been pretty good against the run. Our, our age-old question of have they just not played a running back at the caliber of Alvin Kamara may come into play, especially when you consider the same drop. The water is fine. Right back at you, Don. Oh, okay. And we got to make the decision. It's defense decision time. Please. Oh. I put the Saints out there. They're 62 on Yahoo, 46 on ESPN. So they get the close enough out of us. So uh, were the Eagles like highly owned? They were They were. Uh, 80% wow. on Yahoo and like 70-something on ESPN. I guess people I you put them caught on up there. to the fact that they sucked on defense. I saw you put them on there, and I was like, no, they're, they're, they're way too high. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I I mean, that's why you got to check because like, I checked the ownership on those sites because it's, yeah. the defenses especially are so weird. Yeah, very weird to, to have Philly out there. Like, come on. The the discrepancy between the two sites too is, is changing. Is My pick crazy. is not the Saints here, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, this is just the results that they've had. Week one, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's first game was a buck. They had the pick six. It was They had 17. Right. Four against the Raiders, negative one against the Packers, four against Detroit, three against the Chargers, and last week they had one against Carolina. That's not enough. Yeah. That's not good enough for me. Those have all been, I like the Dolphins more. Those have all been good offenses in my opinion, but I like that you brought that up, and I think it's enough to say let's go elsewhere. Especially well. like Bears at home. Kind of need to play well this game. Saints defense is not what it used to be this year. What do you think, Tom, on those three? Well, I think that the reason that the ownership is so high on the Saints, even though 
they've not been playing that well is people added them after that big one week or week one and then just yeah. left them in their lineup. Um, and I also think the discrepancy in the formats, even though this is not what you're asking me at all, is because the ADP of defenses is kind of random. And so, like, if you're in the top 10 or 12 choices, then you get auto-picked or picked by the most people. And then those people don't change out their defense for the whole year either. And there's probably a discrepancy in the back half of that, I would say. So to answer your question, I didn't. But of these three choices, (laughs) Dolphins, Saints, and Broncos, I think that I'm actually tempted to say truth. (laughs) It's tough. I'm going Dolphins. Yeah. Because they had more than one good week. I think I'm going with the Dolphins too, yeah. I'll take the Dolphins then. Let's go. Let's ride with it. They'll uh, they'll have to help out their boy Tua, and we'll see if uh, even if, here's here's a good thing. If Tua sucks to high hell, um, and he throws pick sixes and stuff, with the sickness. yeah. But if he throws pick sixes, it shouldn't, it shouldn't count. It count against exactly, it shouldn't even count. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. So you're fine. <laughs> Load them out. <laughs> All righty, uh, Saints. Oh, we got more streams. I was trying to get us back to Saints Bears because I felt like there was phone, Donnie. Tom's got a scroll down. I, this is, might be my favorite scroll down of the year. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this is one of the better ones in a while. I would say. Now listen up, because you know you might not recognize this name. His name is Darnell Mooney. He, Full Mooney. He went completely off last week. The guy had four fantasy points, all right? (laughs) (laughs) He got targeted on like eight deep balls, though. In in standard. but So here's what happened. I'll I'll give you the rundown. Allen Robinson leaves this game with a concussion. Is he going to come back for this game? Let's hope not. Still in protocol as of Wednesday. We can play Darnell Mooney for $3,500 on DraftKings, which is ungodly cheap, and $5,200 on FanDuel. So I'm mostly concerned with the DraftKings price because that's just awesome. I love how they bought him out like that. But he had seven targets. He led the team in targets, and he played 81% of snaps, which is like (laughs) for the Jonathan Taylor thing I was talking about before, it's like double the amount that Jonathan Taylor played. And, and he led his team. That was so weird. He led his team in targets. So, if Darnell Mooney can connect on any of these deep balls, he makes you a very interesting play in fantasy football this week versus the New Orleans Saints, whose defense we were just trashing. I think Darnell Mooney is the most fun, most cheap option of the week, maybe of the year so far, especially if he hits for thirty five hundred dollars on DraftKings. You don't get the team target leader. For that cheap every week, and uh, I'll be taking the risk on it. It's Crowder or Deontay Johnson. Actually, not even Crowder. <laughs> or no, Crowder Johnson. gets his respect in uh, in DraftKings. They yeah. caught on, but you know, not yet have they caught on to Darnell Mooney. <laughs> but I have. No. Thank you, Tom. We needed that. We need you out there to let us know when Darnell Mooney <laughs> needs to be played. Blue Mooney. Okay. <laughs> 49ers Seahawks, another game that probably could have been flexed into prime time based on the two games we're going to have to suffer through on Sunday and Monday so night. So many drops in this one. I mean, this is a huge game.
definite shootout potential in this one. Absolutely. There's just there's just too much uh, shootout potential, and I gotta get I gotta get something out of the way. I'm gonna use a pay up to do it. Mm. Pay me what you want. And you know, it's just like a, a guy like Tyler Lockett. He's a good receiver with a great quarterback, and it's just like who in their right mind would ever shut down somebody like that? <laughs> who would say Tyler Lockett won't have a good game? Not this guy here. Not me. <laughs> you play Tyler Lockett every week, but especially this week, you can go ahead and pay up for him. This is completely sarcastic, <laughs> and I apologize to anyone who benched Tyler Lockett, and I apologize to Tyler Lockett himself last week. No, holy, listener, Tyler Lockett. Holy. I mean, he game. wasn't the only person who was down on him. So, you know, there were some. He uh, had big more fantasy community. points in that game than he did in the last. It might be than he did in all the games he's ever played against. He had more points in that game than <laughs> T.Y. Hilton has had the entire season. And they were being drafted in the same area. Amazing. So there you go. The only the only silver lining is I will say he could, I did say in the shutdown. The last sentence I said, and he could very well drop a 40-burger. And he did. <laughs> and he did. Just just to really drive it home. It was actually a 50. Yeah. Unbelievable. One of the greatest receiver performances we've ever seen. If he's going to get another 20, 20 targets, I'd play him against the Monstars. I'd play anyone who gets 20 targets. Anyone. And speaking of I targets, this- Scott, you've got another one. Uh, Brandon Ayuk for your plum Ooh. pick. Yeah, I'm. Um, I can feel it down in my plums. I could feel this one early. Uh, the Me first, too. Or before I even did any research for this week, I was like, Brandon Ayuk is my plum pick without mm-hmm. question. You look at what's happening around their team. Not only are they devoid of Debo Samuel, who is a huge, integral part of their offense, their running back room is completely battered. So I think you're going to see more Ayuk getting jet sweep carries. He's going to be Debo Samuel, I think. Plus Brandon Ayuk. So yeah. he could have a, the potential for three or four carries, 10 targets. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see how this game script kind of goes. Against Seattle, it could go crazy. And without having other pass-catching options, aside from George Kittle, an absolute matchup nightmare that mm-hmm. the other team's defense will be fully focused on stopping and not Brandon Ayuk, right. I think he has such an opportunity in a matchup where the Seahawks have just been getting gassed. If you have Brandon Ayuk in season long, you this is the week. This is yeah. the week to have him. If, you, yep. if you're not going to play him this week, cut him and let somebody else play yep. him. Um, yeah, I mean, this is even a game where I might like Kendrick Bourne a little bit, although my scroll down is cemented until the world wakes up about Deontay Johnson. <laughs> like, I would have considered Kendrick Bourne here if it wasn't, you know, if I if this wasn't a bit. Um, I'm also plum-picking Jarek McKinnon in this one. Um, wow. A great, you rested him against doing that. That takes plums. This is plums. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is equal to the Marvin Jones I like of last week. Like, he, gave you, he gave you literally less than nothing. You're staring in the face of a negative last week and, yeah. not, and not caring. Nope. Not full. This one. I love it. I'll never forget the day Andy Dufresne <laughs> crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. Jarek McKinnon, you are my river of shit. <laughs> and I am ready to get clean, baby. Ride with me. Scrolling one more. Still one more. I'm going to play them back to back. There's actually two. There's two more. Yeah, wow. Oh, my God. Shut it down. Uh, a scroll down and a shut it down linked together. 
The scroll down is DJ Dallas 4600 on FanDuel. DJ Dallas! We best! On DraftKings. And he might be the... <laughs> and he might be the best running back option in the Seahawks backfield this week. Um, just because of health, right? And everyone's freaking out. About, oh, Carlos Hyde got this huge workload. He left the game with hamstring tightness. You would be absolutely insane to play Carlos Hyde against the 49ers with a hamstring injury, in my opinion. Revenge game, though. Oh, it's a huge revenge game. You're right. You're so right. That almost cancels out the whole injury. Damn. But I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. You can't go with him just because if it flares up, there's no reason for them to to make him, you know, push through it. And you can't Scott, do that on a hamstring injury. Don't worry I'm about it. One. Don't worry about the revenge game. Apparently, according to Don, that it's not even a revenge game since he's played in other locations. <laughs> he's been on like four teams. Multiple. That's right. Yeah, the revenge so, out of his heart for that. Jag, right now. Chiefs. Texans. This is his fourth team since. Oh the my Titans. God! We still have the Niners. Another There's one. another one. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in, boys. The water is fine. <laughs> I wish we had a, another one. DJ Khaled drop another right? one. <laughs> DJ Dallas. All right, Jimmy awesome. G versus Seattle. Thirty-three percent on Yahoo. Twenty-three percent on ESPN. Those are shockingly no, no low numbers. I got. He's say. been pretty bad, man. Yeah, but Seattle has led it up to the quarterback. If I was even somewhat of a Jimmy G, like fan or like a truther you know like i have some type of feelings about him i'd be right i'd be happy to play him in this game for me obviously i'm gonna go teddy bridgewater i think i even like their car more but i like you going with the gloves too donnie i like him more than baker i like him more than baker back to back weeks not one maybe but two gloves two gloves um but yeah, I mean Jimmy G is an is an admirable fill in. Teddy Teddy's you know approaching our threshold. He's still he's still pretty low under. Nice. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy G could be another option. I think he'd be second for me. Uh, Derek Carr has been good as well. Though. Yeah. Cowboys. Good week for quarterback streamers. Good week for quarterback streamers. Absolutely. I'm riding Teddy two gloves though in the dirt. Cowboys Eagles. Hey mama. <laughs> Get your coat off. We're going to Danucci's. <laughs> I got to use the bathroom. I clogged up the toilet upstairs. <laughs> Jesus. Um, are they really going to Danucci's? Matt sticks up here. Let's go. I, I don't have the most recent. I don't think Dalton practiced today. No, he hasn't cleared concussion protocol yet. If he doesn't play, this might be one of the most legendary starts for like a random guy of our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Ben Danucci, quarterback <laughs> from James Madison. This is how stars are born. I can't believe you stunk this one. You can't believe it. Honorary pump pick, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> Have fun with that. Send us your screenshots of you starting Ben DiNucci this week. We will give you nothing and you'll get less in return. I think there's some good options on the Eagles side of the ball. The water is fine. And I think that that's where we transition into the official stream and Richard Rogers, who is 28% owned on Yahoo, 14% on ESPN. And he has had a good, you know, he had a nice game the other night. Eight targets. Uh, I think you ride it out. Dallas is an easy matchup. Well, and it's decision time here for us for the official stream. I'm going Rodgers because I am actually starting him in a league this week. I like Richard Rodgers right. as well. I think that you load out anyone versus Dallas. And as far as outside the official stream, just to 
get him out and into the uh, atmosphere here. I like Fulgham. You know, they, they worked Deshaun Jackson into the yeah. game plan a lot in the very beginning. And then, you know, he gets hurt and they kind of ignored him a little bit. Well, it was obvious that he was on their mind. They're, they're without him. They're for sure without him. And I think they got to go to Fulgham. Now, yeah. they may be with Jalen Rieger this week, who practiced for the first time on Wednesday. It would be so very tempting to pick him up and throw him right in because he has that kind of big play potential and things like that. But it would just be insanely risky. You don't even know the rapport there. I'm fine. I'm fine with Richard Rodgers. I think my personal choice would have been Harrison Bryant. So if Richard Rodgers isn't out there, you can go with him as well. I agree, Bryant. I mean, as yeah. long as Hooper doesn't play out there. Right. Um, Rieger or McCall Hardman? That's a good uh, That's essentially Hardman. the choice I'm making. Yeah, you go Hardman for the 50 yeah. bomb. Okay. Hopefully, Hardman actually. I go rugs. Um, obviously, and I mean it's not even really worth worth bringing up, but I will anyway. Uh, you're playing whatever running back is going to be named the starter for the Eagles, like Tom said. You load out against the Cowboys. Don't second think Boston Scott or uh, and obviously if Miles Sanders goes, even if he doesn't look like he's up, going to play him, yeah. Then, yeah, then I mean, you saw Antonio Boston Gibson Scott's tear him start. up, tear him apart. But Tony G rocks. I was going to say Antonio Gibson, <laughs> Boston Scott is not. No offense, Scott. Bucks Giants is the Monday night game. Awesome, the second Monday night game for the Giants this year. Yeah, how great! Um, did we stink this anybody or no? No, I mean, no way you can't stink Brady. I right can now. feel it down in my plums. Oh, we're plumbing, huh, Scotty? Yeah, I'm plumbing for both Bucks running backs. Uh, both of them. They both looked good last week. They both went ten plus in full PPR. I think they might have both gone ten plus in half PPR with that uh, Ronald Jones touchdown. And I think you, you're looking at another week where they could do that again. I was looking at the uh, the Giants matchups. They've been had by teams who run, you know, two running backs pretty well. Like they've been two running backs have had success against them in the same game. And like I said, I, I just really liked how both these guys looked. They were both used pretty well. You lose Godwin in this game, so maybe you start to use Leonard Fournette more as a short receiving option, which he showed very capable of doing. And you continue to use Ronald Jones as your kind of hammer back. Uh, if you have either one, you can start either one i'm starting both of them in one league wow yeah you yeah. legend you i'm forced to start uh leonard fournette so seeing this on the dock made me feel a lot better the giants give it up man it, you know they're they're a load them out type of defense especially with how well the bucks defense has been playing uh the bucks offense really might have the ball forever yep. in this game so maybe maybe and i don't i'm trying no i'm pushing my luck here maybe Mike Evans has more than four targets in this game. Oh, one another guy we want to bring up. Gronk time is back. I am all the way back in on Gronk. He looked awesome the last two weeks. Godwin is out this week. If he's out on your waiver wire, this is a top, he's a top five tight end play this week. Mm -hmm. And going forward, who, who knows? knows? Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I'm pissed. I had to drop him, and now you have him. I, I paid a lot of money. I was uh, I was talking to Don about it yesterday too, and it's like I'm about to pay too much money for Gronk, but I really want to have him on my team. And I didn't know how much was too much, and what you got him for, I was I would have been okay with if I were you. Yeah, I was so, okay with it. Yeah, uh, Tom, any uh, Halloween plans down there for you? No, I have no life. Okay, do you think you get any trick or treaters? 
The I virus. Not, you I won't answer dying. the door. I won't answer the door anyway. <laughs> okay. No, candy out candy in a basket outside have the door is Big the way to do 2020 trick or treating. But the Big first Daddy? five kids. <laughs> <laughs> what else he got? The watch gun. <laughs> also be prepared live, next year. I live on a the steepest driveway of all time. Um I I should actually you almost make candy cool, just in yes. case some kids For the kids who earn it? Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to be the cool neighborhood guy who puts the the huge mess of candy down at the bottom of the driveway. <laughs> Take and let, one, please. And then you know, you, every kid takes like ten, and they're all happy. And then you're the cool guy. Yeah, me and Scott have to get our uh, Tom knows though. our He's toilet paper cool ready for, for mischief night too. I'm TP in your house so bad, dude. I know it's gonna be nothing compared to what I do to your car. Dirty Mike and all the right. boys. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, have a ha- very happy and safe Halloween, everybody. We will be back one day before the apocalypse on Monday for uh, the week eight recap <laughs> or Tuesday. Oh, God, it's going to be the day of. Um, we will be back on Tuesday. Uh, some more biased coverage for you on certain things. <laughs> and uh, you can check out our Instagram in the meantime, at RutzFF for our 30 Burger Thursday breakdown and our man catch Monday post. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Shoot us your lineup questions, trade grades, all those kinds of fun things on Twitter as well. At RutzFF. We will see everybody Monday. For Tom and Scott, my name's Don. Thank you to Bernie Sanders for helping us out this week. Thanks, Bernie. And keep scoring. <laughs>